Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All righty, hell, afternoon to it's Laurie and Julia's show. Excuse me, on my talk one seven one, everything. What all? What is that? That was the Chevy Carolers. Oh, I didn't. Okay. Yeah, we did hear our song play too. Yeah, it was a little bit of both, but I mean, (laughs) it was at the exact time we went on the air, Donnie. Okay. Um, Colleen and Bradley are doing in-house caroling. Yes. Uh, I. They were very good. Okay. I would say. Good effort. Good energy. It was so loud, though. It was. It I, was very loud. I was loud. confused. I heard two things at the same time. And the good news is we were filmed during that moment when I gave the look of what the hell is going what on What is here. going on? Don't yeah. you see the red on air button? Yeah, what? Who's coming Hello? in? Okay, so I decorated uh, the tree last night. Mm. My, um, honest to God. It was a tree my old neighbors in Edina were throwing out. Okay, so this takes us back to when my kids were five and six years old. Mm-hmm. That's Must how be a old nice fake tree. This fake tree is. And the lights have always worked. You know, you plug in the three different sections. It's a teeny. It's not that big of a tree. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, kept having to add lights to it and kept having to add lights. And I'm like, why aren't the original lights working? Because I thought they worked the first day I plugged it in. Because it's 20 years old, they burned well, out. They weren't plugged in. Oh. So I'm like, oh, for crying. <laughs> I mean, because I had plugged them in the first day. And then I'm like, how did those die? And I'm over jiggling the tree. And I literally spin the tree to plug it and unplug it. It's that small. And so last night, I've been waiting for my kids to come over and help decorate. And then I remember how old they are. Yeah. And think, hmm, they probably don't want to. Right. Um, so decorating the tree is so fun because every single year of their life, I've given them an ornament about our year that year. So it took us back to when we went to Hawaii, when we went to Puerto Vallarta, when we went to Vancouver, when yes. we went here and there. And it's just kind of a fun memory thing. It is fun. I know. I know a lot of people who buy ornaments wherever they go. My brother buys bookmarks. Because those you use a lot. And actually, they're good looking, and that's a hard one for me. What to do with bookmarks. But yeah, I know. Because like, that is, where do you put the damn bookmarks anymore? I, he bought a real nice leather one in Playa del Carmen. He goes, I buy a bookmark everywhere I go. I go, you know, most people buy like an ornament or right. something like that. He goes, oh, no, I love my leather and suede bookmarks I've collected. That's so funny. Because uh, you wonder, because there's some things, what do you do with it? Well, I'm thinking, because my tree is all the boys, because I bought them each one. So when... Yeah. They get married and go off. They have their own collections. I'll have zero. Yeah. I will have zero except for the ornaments that I got at the cookie exchange. Because those are the funny ones that I still have. Yeah. That you would even buy anything extra. 
like the bookmark. There's some things that you don't need anymore, like the iPod docking station Bose speaker. Right. What do you do with that? I don't know. I mean, it is a great, it's a Bose speaker. Yeah, but it only works it? if you put an iPod in there. Oh, other I than see. that, it works with nothing else. Nothing, nothing else. else. Oh. And so I'm wondering, oh. you know how there's like whole, you know, places that take kind of like a consignment shop for electronics? I have a lot of nice stuff that sh- still can be used, good quality, but what do you do with it? I, I don't know, I but don't I know. always think that somebody in Hollywood must collect it for all these period movies that they do to have stuff. I love like I, that you're already thinking of a movie <laughs> collector, Lori, so we could have something that represented the year 2005. Something. I mean, like I'm watching right? Mrs. Maisel oh, and I'm okay. thinking all of... You know, the rotary dial telephones and oh. all the, the old toasters and the dishes and sort of the look has... Uh, Casey and I finished Mrs. Maisel. Okay, and? It it came together at the end. It but, was the most stylized version. They have money. The uh, Amy Sherman Palladino and her husband, they've gotten money from Amazon since... Uh, Amazon pays well for the producing. For the producing. Mm-hmm. It is a visual feast for the eyes. They, I mean, they go to Miami and, I mean, it is just like, it is an explosion of fashion and cars and just sort of all the touches Period that pieces. make it right. look like, you know, the 1960s or something. And... Um, um, but it was kind of bittersweet the last episode because, of course, uh, Brian Tarantino, who plays Susie's roommate in her tiny little two hundred feet square yes. foot apartment, and is also the M- was the MC at the uh, comedy club. You know, he passed away like um, back in November, yeah, of this year, of this year, so just last month. And it, the results: he died from fentanyl, heroin, and cocaine overdose. Oh. Yeah, but it kind of bittersweet seeing him because he just is this funny, quirky character. And um, um, anyway, it, it just made me think of like, uh, where are all these lots where people must keep all the, you know, have the staging, of- the props to make up everything. Well, and a ton of the antique shops. I oh mean, around gosh. if you go, anyway. I mean... Anyway, but uh, it was bittersweet, you know, seeing Brian because uh, that was the, you know, I'm, it's not going to be in any more episodes. I don't know how they'll write him out of the show. And even though M- Mrs. Maisel, the third season, wasn't as good as the first two, I think the way that last episode came together, it tied it all up. Okay. And I'm, it kind of, it, it was a cliffhanger. The thing that set that show off the rails was the annoying parents on both sides you know joel her ex-husband his parents his parents are super annoying and then her parents are super annoying and they're big actors so they need big parts but they all live together in a house in queens and it was so loud when they were together i don't know that was an unnecessary every time uh they were on casey got up to get a snack (laughs) (laughs) He's just like, what about the crown? Have you got Donnie? Have I you finished, started M- Mrs. Maisel? 
I have not started Mrs. Maisel. No. I kind of lost interest in Mrs. Maisel, but I, I did. I finished The Crown, didn't you, Lori? Yeah, it? I haven't mm-hmm. finished it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Did it come together at the end? It's so oh, Every wow. episode is a standalone yeah, episode, kind of. Yeah, my favorite right. episode yes, you're right. was uh, Margaretology. Which that was, was like, a good one. That was the second episode. Yeah. I liked uh, Prince Charles being sent to Wales to learn Welsh. Yeah. You but it was sort of like, was. it was ten yeah. episodes yeah. of unrelated yeah, pretty content. Much, pretty much content. There yeah. was no emotional content. All right. Well, see, I'm saving all these things for that yeah. really prime time called Christmas Day. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> when I you're mean, home alone, wondering home where alone. has my life gone. I think <laughs> Mrs. I'm saving it all. Yeah, I think that you'll enjoy Mrs. Maisel anyway. I haven't let myself get into it yet. Yeah. I tried for a second. Then I thought. I know ah. you two dropped out of Watchmen, but I stuck with yeah. it. I, Is it, it worth it, Lori? Well, yeah. I did. No, no it may not be coming back. Yeah. Okay, you just said the best thing. Yeah. No. No, not for you. Absolutely not. No. Well, I watched two and a half. Okay, but no. That show gets crazier and crazier. I have a half hour left. Casey dropped out at oh, he did too. episode eight. I go, there's nine episodes. Oh, you that's watched, really something. You, that's mean. Yeah, that's true. Isn't that something? That's, that's mean. Are you caught up on Morning Show? No, because I have to watch it on my laptop and it bugs the crap out of you. Oh, it's, it's, oh boy. It Things bugs are crazy. me so bad that Apple is not on my TV. Yeah. It, without buying some new a crap. Roku. And a Roku, I have a yeah. brand new TV from last year and it just pisses me off. I'm like, in the same boat. Yeah. I don't want to do it. Yeah, there you go. Well, I'm, I'm showing them. You are showing them. Uh, Julia, I'm told that there, uh, you might have to get it from Amazon. I know you hate that, but you can get a Bluetooth adapter that will go into your iPod something so you could still use it as a speaker. I have that. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I could use that. You know, I bought that like two years ago. I don't know. That's what I was talking about. Julia buys I, every good uh, electronic <laughs> thing, but I just not bought the thing Sonos. for the TV. I just bought Sonos speakers. Um, do you guys have those, Donnie? No, it's kind of high end, isn't it? Well, they're not. Well, all right. They're more expensive than a transistor radio used to be back See, in the day. Again, wow. where are the transistor radios for the props department? Um, Somebody's got them. <laughs> I, I right. did. I bought a Sonos system. And that's pretty slick. Yeah. And I kept putting it off and putting it off. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about. I know. Well, Doesn't there matter. are speakers that you can use in every room in your house, and you can do different things on them. Okay, that's good. It's dance. Good, good. You know, know. serve cocktails. Good. They've got a flat top, Lori, and they have good music out of them. Good to know. Hey, we're giving away <laughs> our last pair of Roblo tickets for next April at the Mystic, and we've got a $50 gift card from uh, the Keg Case. It's uh, Sweet Science Ice Cream at the Keg Case West 7th Market. That's what we'll give away. All wow. right. Very good. All right. When we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. Miss a put you in timeout this week? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream my talk shows wherever you find your podcast. Podcasts or at my talk keyword podcast. It's Tuesday. Let's get productive. I got productive with Donnie last night. I noticed that the Cats premiere was happening in New York, and I like sent I sent him something, and I'm like, oh my gosh, we've got to get because I I saw that everyone was you know 
all the outlets were there and everything. And we posted the red carpet outfits. And Taylor Swift wore an amazing Oscar de la Renta ball gown. Beer dresses. It was like red with brocade, gold oh, brocade, and greens. It was beautiful. beautiful. And of course, Jennifer Hudson was there. She looks like a million bucks. Yeah, really looked great. Uh, Jason Derulo was there in some kind of a long velvet coat. It was just kind of fun. She didn't walk the red carpet with Joe Alwyn, Taylor Swift, but she did uh, go to, she was spotted holding hands with him. When they yes, we saw that. They've been dating like three years. Yeah, it's been a while. So what do you want? Do you want to hear uh, what Idris uh, told an outlet on the red carpet when he learned at cat school? I would love okay. to hear this. So we've been hearing a lot about cat school. Can you talk about exactly what you learned and what you had to prepare to embody a cat? All right, so look, I'll break it down. You start at 8 a.m. in the morning, and you walk in, and you get on your knees. And then for at least seven minutes, you prowl around, nuzzling each other, smelling each other, rolling around, and, you know, basically being doing what you think cats do. And then Sarah, the lovely lady, will be like, right, you look more like a panther than a cat. And then she'll break it down what you're doing and what you should do and what you shouldn't do. If I'm honest, it was really fascinating. You know, I'm not a cat lover. Oh, dear. But... I got to understand what cats and how they think and what they're about. So it was quite fascinating to watch. Okay. Again, oh, he's, he's still, it's hysterical. Yeah, sure and it was. Again, you know, uh, Hoda Kapi sat down with Jennifer Hudson, Taylor Swift, um, Rebel Wilson, and then the young girl that plays the young cat. I can't sure. think of her name. She's yeah, she's a newcomer, I think. Dancing. And, yeah. and, and they just talked about cat school also. It seems to be a theme about how they had to learn, you know, how to sure, how to be big well, cats. And uh, Roger Friedman was at the premiere yes. in New York last night. He said Jennifer Hudson gets cheers and applause mid movie singing "Memory," and he talked to Betty Buckley, who won a Tony for performing that on Broadway. She sang "Memory," you know, right. the one that people know, and she. Uh, thought that uh, Jennifer Hudson was absolutely terrific. We don't, they, it must be like a media blackout on posting reviews on Rotten Tomato. But he, Roger Friedman said that Jennifer Hudson does more with her character, Grizabella, than anyone could have imagined. Her rendering of memory and the character is like what she did with her Oscar win for Green, Dreamgirls and the song I'm not telling, I'm, and I'm, and telling, I'm telling you I'm not you. going. It's a glorious moment. In a crazy quilt of a movie that actually works, if you loved Cats on the stage, you'll love it here. The fur, as they say, flies. And she got two standing O's during the premiere. Tom Hooper only finished editing the movie the morning before the premiere at 8 a.m. That's cutting it close. And Cats, the only thing he tells us is Cats is a love letter to Dame Judi Dench, who proves to be the most compelling cat of all and the academy should have jennifer hudson sing memory uh on the oscars it's a no versus the taylor swift thing that everyone thinks should get it she didn't even make the short list uh the best song hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen Hanna, mitch album Susie essman Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Shortlist, so nope. she's not Taylor Swift's song. But um, Jennifer Hudson has such an amazing voice. Um, yeah, she's she just does. that's well here are come of the, some of the things on Twitter, Lori. Mm-hmm. Um let's see. Sure a lot of people were at Star Wars cuz that movie is premiering the final Star Wars and then but some of us went to Cats. Right. And um they said it was the verdict a fairly mixed bag. And the Cats movie is the strangest, most bewildering, queerest, magical, and spectacular cinematic experience I've ever had. I'm not sure what just happened, but I know that was something worth experiencing. All right. Then here's something else that they said. Um, Let's see. Uh, The worst thing about Cats is that Jason Derulo is the best part. I just want to stand on the table in the middle of the cat's after party and scream, how can any of you eat and drink like everything is normal after what we just saw? (laughs) It brings me no pleasure. (laughs) This is another person from Caroline. It brings me no pleasure to report that cat's is way too horny for its own good. (laughs) Um, And then someone else says, the moment Ian McKellen screamed meow, Yam 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 was the moment I left my body for good. <laughs> okay, clever. so it's it's the more bonkers the better. So the cat yeah. fanatics will go see this. It's oh, going to yeah. be a campy movie. We'll see. Will it get any of your money? Will you go to the theater and see it? I that wasn't part of our bet. No, but will you go to the movie and see it? Will you go to? Will you? They get any of your money? I'm going to say you're a no. I'm a no. Yeah, Donnie? I'm Absolutely no. not. Absolutely I, not. No, I am a massive... I don't... There's so many other good movies that I'd rather see in the movie Cats. doesn't feel like it has to be on the big screen for me. I feel like I could watch that at home and take breaks and do laundry. Yeah. And then, you know, oh, fold point. clothes. Yeah. And then clean the kitchen. Well, the story on Beautiful Ghosts, which is the song that Taylor Swift wrote with Andrew Lloyd Webber, that is not a song that's in the original Cats musical. Presumably, the Academy didn't recognize it and put it on the shortlist because they hadn't screened the movie by the time they had to shortlist, so they can't assess how it works. But so why they would said, they just do Memories if that's a hit? No, no, that's not eligible it's not eligible because it's an old song yeah only oh i thought because it wasn't in the movie no 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 Mm -mm. no so if it's a broadway play that gets made into a movie none of those songs are eligible that's right oh i did not know that yeah we learn new things here on this program that's right so uh i mean it's one of the most well-known musicals or whatever but it did not make the best song shortlist the songs that did uh Elton John, um, I'm Gonna Love Me Again is a new song from Rocket Man. Yeah. That was uh, eligible. There's a um, Never Too Late from The Lion King, which I think Elton, I don't know I if he wrote know, that. I didn't know, so he must have had a song in The Lion King, the two, the new one. Glasgow from Wild Rose. Have you guys seen that movie? I have. Seen that it's movie? a wonderful movie. Yeah, What's Casey, it called? Wild, Wild Rose. Rose. Casey watched movie. it on the plane uh, going down to Cancun. He just raved yes, about I loved it. it. What's it about? Uh, it's about a uh, country singer in Glasgow 
who is a single mom, two kids, just got out of prison, and her dream is to make it to Nashville. To make it to Nashville. Stand up from Harriet's on the uh, short list. A letter to my godfather from the black godfather, DeBronx from Bronx USA, Into the Unknown from Frozen. There's about 12 songs that made the short list for the Oscars, but... Taylor will just have to be happy with her Golden Globe nomination for that song. That's right. Anyway, take a look at uh, the red carpets if you like when we come back. We've We're got some still very here. exciting music. News, oh, people. beyond. We'll be right back. Time for some iTalk traffic. We're going to start in Richfield, 494 westbound, a crash from Portland Avenue to Nicolet Avenue. In Chaska, Highway 212 westbound, a crash from Big Woods Boulevard to County Road 10. Highway 120 in Oakdale, a crash happening right by 34th Street. And in Minneapolis, watch out for debris on the roadway, 35W northbound. That's happening right around 46th Street to 36th Street. Your 5 by Witness News weather forecast brought to you by the YMCA. Today, partly cloudy 27, mostly clear negative 5 tonight, partly cloudy 15 tomorrow. And right now, 25 and cloudy at the MyTalk Studios. Fast. Download or stream MyTalk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at MyTalk keyword podcast. I'm just gonna dance all night. Alexis and I are both very happy about this because it's one of our favorite songs and it was named the top song of the 2010s. The song came out in 2010. It is a great dance song. What was I, I never... We always play it on the float during our gay pride, mm-hmm. our, our dance-a-thon on the pontoon. Right. And... Uh, Alexis and I just love that song, so I was like very happy for. That's kind of a surprising choice, isn't it? I don't think, Donnie, that really? of the decade of the decade, it's it, extremely surprising because I don't know it. I and agree. You, every time you play it, I'm just like, who is it? Oh, but I wasn't going to the clubs. It I wasn't defined that, our life, your life. I defined many people's life on the internet, Julia. People absolutely just went nuts for the song, the video, everything. There's people out there in their car nodding their head and saying, "You two." And for those of you who get... aren't, you're not alone. You're not alone. Okay, <laughs> I'm Very with true. you and have no yeah. clue. And every time it comes on, I'm like, "Who's that?" Oh, and you always say it's Robin, song. and I'm it's like, such "Oh, a good that song. person." And Pink was named Polestar's 2019 Artist of the Year. Her beautiful trauma tour. Uh, Raked in all the money, more than Elton John, more than Ed Sheeran, almost two million people. She was on tour basically for two years. So wow. anyway, um, that's that's kind of cool for Pink because she is uh, amazing as she well. She is amazing. And then CBS, ABC, NBC all had great little packages on Mariah Carey. It's been a good week for people streaming Christmas music because... 
Uh, we found out that Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is the number one song, first time at 25 years right. after its release. And Brenda Lee's Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree hit number three on the Hot 100. I saw that. Which, um, that, 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 it entered the top 10 last year for the first time it, it, since that song came out, which was 58 years ago. So people, you never know. You never know with these Christmas yes. songs. So here's a little uh, audio from GMA about Mariah. For 25 years and counting, it's soared, it's yearned, it's bestirred the joyful Yuletide spirit that lies within even the grinchiest of hearts. And now, for the first time ever, it's the number one song in America. Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas Is You has reigned over holiday airwaves since its 1994 debut and has since become the most downloaded holiday single ever. A song that 24-year-old Mariah co-wrote in about an hour. I wanted it to be timeless. And so that was the goal. And I feel like um, that's the only reason, that's one of the reasons why it transcends different things. I didn't want it to sound like something that was new. In 2018, it was played some 42,000 times on the radio and streamed 185 million times. But it had failed to grab that coveted number one billboard spot. Until this week, Carrie celebrating the news with a simple tweet reading, We did it. It is sales and streaming combined that propelled it to number one. As the weather gets colder, it's a blast of warm emotion as Mariah brings everyone a little holiday happiness. Christmas is the best. See, I actually believe that. That song is everywhere. Now, the last Christmas song to hit number one before Mariah, the Chipmunk song back in 1958. That was 61 years ago. That's something. Well, you know what else? And you know, she was playing in New York on at Madison Square Garden on Sunday night. Came out in Angel Wings to sing this song. I guess people were just Perfect. going. She's all that. Going is all I'm going to say. Absolutely crazy. And of course, it's been reported um, that really the... When Love actually came out, that really pushed that song into mm-hmm. people's consciousness because people love that movie. I've heard a Their few CD people who don't like best. it. It was a great CD, the little girl at the end. I mean, mm-hmm. it's so heartwarming. And uh, anyway, NBC reported that she's made $65 million. From the one song? From Just All I Want for Christmas wow. is You. Yeah. yeah, it makes you want to write a classic, yeah. but it's hard to do. <laughs> yes. Wait a minute. Of course, yeah. only took um, her 10 wise words, wise words from Maureen. Right? It makes you want to write a classic, but it's hard mm. to do. It, yeah, it is. Uh-huh. This, this, have we ever even written one? No. No. Well, you. I've have. tried my song, but I needs it needs work. It, yeah, I know. But I want to tell you something else about the Christmas stuff. So, Wham's last Christmas video. It Which, d- that's another great classic. It is. It doesn't age well when people play it with the 4K TVs, so they've updated it. Um, it has... Um, the holiday classes last Christmas just received a digital makeover, upgraded for 4K, so oh. you can see that. Oh, it okay. coincides with the release of last Christmas that's going to be... Pretty soon it'll be released on DVR. This movie is so good. I don't. Everyone was so mean about it. I know. Jason called it the, his worst movie of the People year. People were so mean about last we Christmas. We enjoyed it. You just have to sit back and enjoy. Yeah. Don't anyway. do a lot of thinking. And I think uh, I think it was CBS that uh, pointed out with Mariah that the brilliant thing that she and her. Um, 
whoever her old collaborator that she did the song with Walter Anastoff or something like that mm-hmm. that it is it has the Phil Spector wall of sound the yeah. way the song is produced yeah, and everything you, you can hear the crystals singing it Yes. You know, in the 60s. Mm-hmm. It seems yeah. like an older song than it is. But uh, last week, All I Want sold 242,000 copies. <laughs> so Mariah will make about a million dollars just this Christmas alone from wow. that song. She just... Amazing. And I'm happy for Brenda Lee that, uh, that you know, rocking around the Christmas th- tree uh, j- jumped to number three. Because that is a great Christmas song. Yeah. You know, I don't think she wrote it, but no, she somebody's didn't. getting money off of it. And then yeah. the uh, the other big thing that's happened with Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas" going to number one. This is her nineteenth song hitting number one at, to the Hot 100, extending her record for the most. Well, um, the Beatles have twenty number songs ones. among sol- soloists. Yeah, she's so one she's, away. She's one away, and uh-huh. I mean, I you know, it goes. Beatles, Mariah Carey at 19, Rihanna at 14, Michael Jackson at 13, and Madonna and the Supremes at 12 each. Wow. Which kind of surprised me that Madonna's down that far. So, mm hmm. Yeah. All right. And speaking of the Beatles, John Lennon, his little round glasses sold yes. for $187,000 at auction. But these are glasses from the late 60s. These weren't the ones that he had made at the, um, you know, because we heard the story about when he had them made on Fifth Avenue at um, Robert, Mark. Robert Mark. These are, um, he left them in a limousine. And the limousine driver oh, said, hey, John, you left your glasses in it. And one of the lenses is broken out. And he says, well, I don't, they're just for show. Yeah. And he goes, and he said, do you want me to get them fixed and return them? And he says, no, no keep, keep them, them because hmm. I need to find a pair that fits anyway. Wow. So they were, they were just <laughs> like a gift. fake pair. Yeah. Jeez, so hold on to something long enough. Honestly, Holy cow. What do we have? What do we have? <laughs> that is really. I'm going to hold on to this. I mean, really. I know it. Well, you know what? You know Miley Cyrus and all of her note writing to Cody Simpson. She's there. They've trademarked the name Bandit and Bardot, which means those two are collaborating. That's all I can think. And music. I guess he's Bandit and she's Bardot, and they've trademarked it. And uh, she doesn't want to be alone, Lori, is what I figure. Yeah. She doesn't want to be alone. Smiley Miley is the name of her company that registers and owns all of her trademarks. I actually love that name. Smiley Miley. Yeah. Yeah. And um, anyway. Lori means note writing because Miley Cyrus had um, throat surgery or polyp surgery or whatever. She can't talk for seven weeks. Right. So Lori's talking about the letter. I'm just explaining things for the people who aren't as quick as you. Yeah. In the cars. So they're still trying to figure out who is Robin and how did that one dumb dance song make the song of the decade? I'm with you, Julia. I'm so with everyone who's bonking their heads saying what the hell. No. If you forgot to go out that year, watch out. (laughs) Julia. It was a bad song is played all the time. I walk in and on our machine it says Felice Navidad is playing, and I said, Is this a new version of Felice Navidad. <laughs> and Lori looks at me, no, it's Robin. Robin dancing on my it's own. It's the only two so people who know it are you and Alexis. That is not true. <laughs> and we could open up the phone lines oh. and we could we could have you two get, you know, School? just said, where have you two been? I'm ready. And we don't have time now. People know that song. No, the best song of the decade is the surprise for Julia. Yeah, and I. it's just like, okay, but it, in terms of you everything, know, no, 
I yeah, disagree. of people it even is knowing great, it is eminently danceable. I song. think for a song, well, for a song of a decade, it has to be more known outside of the dance uh, arena, unless it's ice skating music. You know, Julia. I know it's disco music. I just wasn't in the disco in 2010. I forgot to go. Yeah. <laughs> Was it on the radio, was it? Yes. Oh, I don't know. All right, we'll be back. We've got guests. Yes, we do. We'll be back. Bandit and Bardot are going to come up with our next song. We'll be right back. Did you miss Sex Monday? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk keyword podcast. song of a, of a decade or a, a yeah. century. Yeah, well, that would be the 70s. That could be 60s. Donnie, during, that during the break, Lori was seeing how many downloads the Robin song got, and all so of a sudden, many. Stuff. she's you trying two, to prove it to us. You two are so bogey. Fine, but we okay. are switching gears. Yes, we are. We're going to stick with music, though. We're waiting for Fred Case and Eric Dregney to join us. They've collaborated on a book called When the Stones Came to Town. It's put out by the Minnesota Historical Society Press. And uh, photographer Fred Case was on the scene in the Twin Cities during the 70s when any top rock and blues musicians came through town. And he is a longtime photographer who's shot a lot of people. Both these guys have kind of incredible stories that they share. It's really... Um, I, you know, a small coffee table book with some really iconic, great pictures. Right. Like, I really appreciated, uh, appreciate the photo of, of Mick Jagger and Rod Stewart. No, I, I like the one of Rod Stewart in a, in a tiny, in a tiny towel at First Avenue when it was called Uncle Sam. So here they here are. Here comes Fred Case. Fred and, and Eric are joining us. They've made their way through the maze of the building. Gentlemen, we uh, really enjoy enjoyed your book when the Stones came to town, and we appreciated your frankness with the, the little stories you two tell mm-hmm. about yourselves. Sometimes too frank. Oh, Frank! Frank is good. Now, Fred, are you the one who's the self-described hoodlum? Yes. Yes, I can tell by just yes. looking at just you. Looking yes. At you. Mm-hmm. Well, I try to clean mm-hmm. up for this yes. radio show. I don't want to look bad on the radio. Yes. Yeah, so this book is fabulous. It's really, it's really fun, and um, it's how great did, history of all the great musicians that came through the cities. And they, your photography is amazing. Are you two longtime buddies? Yeah, about. Forty years, I suppose. Yeah, a long time. Yeah. Since you had a Limbretta and I had a gas station. Yeah, my old Volvo. Right? Yeah, right. You didn't steal my Volvo though. No, I just stole other cars. Yeah. Stuff. So how do you two come about? Like, or did you guys come across some old like shoebox with some negatives, or how did this book come to happen? <clears throat> so Fred's been telling me all these stories about well, you know this and that, and I kind of half believe a lot of them. And he tells then he said, well, I got all these photos of the Rolling Stones, oh, and the Who, and well, Elton John's first tour, the Grateful Dead. Uh, you know, all these bands, you know, who's a who's who of rock and roll. Right. And I'm like, yeah, sure you do. Sure you do. And then he pulls out, he's got just all the negatives, all these totes full of this stuff from the late 60s, early 70s. And then what really got me is when he said, oh, yeah, and I went down 
I uh, stole a car when I was 14 with my buddy, and we drove down to Iowa to see Buddy Holly's last show. And I, he brought his little brownie camera. And I said, wait a minute, those have got to be the last photos of Buddy, buddy Holly. Holly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they wow. were. Yeah, brown-eyed, handsome man. What was what was that like, Fred? I mean, you go to the last show, and then he dies in the plane crash after that show. Well, you were probably driving home. Well, the thing is, the car I stole didn't have a working radio. Of course. And, you know... Next time you'll do better. Well, (laughs) next time it'll be my car. Yeah. Well... So you didn't even know? I didn't know until I got home from school, actually. They made no PA announcement over the school to us, and really nobody uh, that I recall was visually shaken by the news that we had the next day. You know, because by then, like in my case, my father greeted me with, I see three of your rock and rollers died. Oh, my gosh. You know, he kind of cut right to the right, core right of to it. Yeah, he, he your was, dad had no idea that you had gone down there. No, no, because normally <laughs> so I'd steal his car. When <laughs> did you? Oh, my Lord. So this book, you know, it all starts out with you, Fred, talking about you had a great camera and you had... you. They needed people to take pictures, but what you would talk about is how you could get anybody anything, and that was kind of the way you worked into the backstage group. And so when you're talking about that hamburgers come up and some different things, is that what people were wanting from you, well, the musicians they and the writers? It, it wasn't like it is today where they have a writer in their contract right. specifying the vegan food that they want and the Perrier that they're going to drink. You know, it's like all for yourself. We have some vending machines. So I'm backstage, and the leader of the group, in that case it was John Mayle, said, where can we get some food? And they were playing at the uh, at the old Minneapolis Auditorium, and close by is a place called the was a place called the Rainbow Cafe mm-hmm. on Hennepin and uh, Lake Street, which was a 24-hour linen tablecloth, uh, old-time waitresses with the little doily hats on right, and things, right. and they served a heck of a good roast beef sandwich, you know, and so I took them there, and but that was the thing that continually happened, mm-hmm. you know, if they, uh, you see somebody before the show, and uh, they're they're hungry, but they're vegan, uh, well, I, I've got my truck and my dog, let's go to the Riverside Cafe, and, right. you know, they'll give you brown rice and whatever uh, whatever other vegetables that you'll eat there. All right, Fred, so. we have to talk about being backstage with the Rolling Stones in mm. Copenhagen, because that, you even describe it as Caligula-like. Yes, very Caligula-like. <laughs> now, how um, old are you at this point? I'm in the early, uh, late 20s, early 50s. And, and how did you happen to be backstage with the <laughs> The Rolling Stones. Well, it was basically a bottle of Jack Daniels out front that got the recognition of Keith Richards, who uh, uh, got the bottle of Jack Daniels. And uh, after the uh, the show, uh, Rody came out and got me and dragged me backstage. Which and is, is this like seventy two, seventy three? Yeah, seventy two. Like yeah, okay. again, it's a guess. I'd been living in uh, Denmark for quite some time and had uh, acclimated to their and. Uh, in- Tense intake of drugs and alcohol uh-huh. quite well. <laughs> so, time, I don't really remember what the songs were. Right. I don't remember what record was being promoted. Mm-hmm. It was just the fascination of being close to such great idols of mine. Yeah. Having seen them since the first or second tour in the United States when they were promoting uh, 
uh, Buddy Holly songs, you know, they didn't have their own original, but they just uh, were like a powerhouse of uh, of uh, entertainment backstage as well. Yeah. They didn't stop. Women, booze, drugs. Women, booze, mm-hmm. drugs, sex, the whole yeah. thing, and a lot of photographers of fame. Uh, some of my idols, uh, Robert Frank, uh from the hip uh, a photographer that uh, uh, I'd known of long before, and there he was. Yeah. And I was told, no backstage pictures. That's my territory. So. But then what Fred contributed was he started telling all of these stories. Yes. And so he told the stories to them about going down to Chicago. Yes. How he'd steal cars to go down. Yes. And, you know, it's this white kid from Moundsview going down there to Maxwell Street. Yep. Right? Yep, and yep. all the blues and all the crazy things that happened down there and seeing. Yeah, made- because <laughs> it wasn't happening up here. You know, I mean, I did. I was not aware of the key club. Yeah, on Seven Corners on West Bank, which is, of course, where one would see uh, Bill Doggett and and other jazz. uh, Miles Davis was there. Uh, Some blues people were there as well. I just was not aware of that. I had Tony. So you just drive to Chicago. Yeah, and I stole my car. dad. I, I, stolen car. <laughs> yeah, I needed I needed his car to visit my girlfriend in Luck, Wisconsin, and I'd be gone for Friday until Monday morning. And, oh my this, god! This book is so cool. It, it um, really and, is. It, and the name of the book is When the Stones Came to Town, Rock and Roll Photos from the 1970s. Fred Case, the photographer, and Eric Dragnini. Dragney, yeah. Dragney. Yeah. And your friends, lifelong friends, and you guys co-authored this book together. But the stories, along with the great pictures that you've never seen before. Yeah, the Elton John. Is that the first time he played here? Yeah, that was in his first, first tour in the United States. He was uh, promoting his second album, the one that finally took off in the yeah. United States. But, yeah, he had really no direction. He mm-hmm. was kind of like all over the map. He kind of was Jerry Lee Lewis at the piano wearing yellow uh, jumpsuit. Was, were, were there very many people in the crowd? 200, 200, 200. at a 800 capacity theater. Oh and then, like, your story about Linda Ronstadt. She's oh, so yes. fresh looking and young and yeah. barefoot. And you said <laughs> you just tried the whole time not to take pictures up her skirt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm sitting in the front right, row, right? right? And... Uh, you know, it, it just seemed to me yeah, we were the same age. It w- it would have seemed like I was doing something wrong. Yeah, well, I believe you. This is such a great book from the Minnesota Historical Society Press. Um, you guys are going to have a book signing at Ch- um, Next Chapter Booksellers in St. Paul this Saturday. Is it already December twenty first? Yes, yeah, <gasps> from one to three p.m. Um, this would. This is just such a I mean, fantastic book. In the back of the book yeah. with Willie and the Bees, and the stories. Yes. your Maurice <laughs> right. Jaycox. Yes. People are going to yes. want this. If you like music and oh you like 70s music and your stories, we appreciate it. And thank you for getting them to write them down and put them in a book. Yeah. Definitely say that. Yeah, that's really great. You guys, thanks so much. Again, the book, When the Stones Came to Town, Rock and Roll Photos from the 1970s. Uh, we, re- we were saying before you came in that we really appreciate your picture of Rod Stewart in his and tiny a towel. towel. Oh, was yes. that at Uncle Sam's? That was at Uncle Sam's. Yeah, first upstairs in the green room. Yeah, yeah. yeah Whatever it was. Uh, luggage room or something. Well, we're glad that you <laughs> Thank put these you. stories down. You got these pictures. It's really terrific to me both. And that he's survived all these yes. years. Well, yeah. 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 He should have survived. Well, giving up alcohol and drugs in 81 sort of... Uh, 
This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.